Hello and welcome friends. You are now listening to the new grad physical therapist success blueprint audio experience. I am the host of this podcast, Javier Carlin, the founder of the new grad PT mentors, where we help new grad physical therapists like yourself to become confident clinicians, increase their worth as PTs and take control of their finances without burning out or needing 10 plus years of experience. If this is your first time listening, thank you so much. It means the absolute world to us. And if you have any questions at all, reach out to us at contactngptmentors.com. That is contactngptmentors.com. If you haven't already, make sure to join our free Facebook group, New Grad PT Mentorship, and follow us on Instagram at the New Grad PT Mentors. Thank you so much. Now on to the show. On this episode of the New Grad Physical Therapist Success Blueprint Podcast, learn the secret that will set you apart from other physical therapists that will ultimately change the way you view business and the physical therapy world, ultimately helping you generate more revenue. Joseph and Javi discuss the importance of developing and mastering skills that are not taught in physical therapy school in order to provide value to the clinic and to the profession. As physical therapists, whether you like it or not, the topic of money should be discussed, whether it is because of frustrations of debt and loans or simply wanting to bring in more money, it is not something to ignore. They talk about how to go from what you were taught in PT school, that everything is transactional, to understanding that at the end of the day, it all comes down to service. The more people you serve, the greater the chance of people buying in. You do this by providing valuable content and thinking differently. You never know the impact you will have on somebody. So get into the mindset of giving without the expectation of return. Hey, how you guys doing? We are the new grad PT mentors. My name is Joseph Googie and this is Javier Carlin. And tonight's topic is a little different. So I know uh, <laughs> when we put it up earlier, a lot of people had some mixed feelings about it. It's like, hmm, this seems like a very peculiar topic, uh, mainly because it, for some it's like, shoot, wherever I can get the money I can. <laughs> and for others, it's just a bit, it's a bit controversial. But if you are on live right now, make sure that you watch till the very end because you're going to really appreciate this and value it. This is something that myself and Javier have really grown to appreciate during mm -hmm. this past year and just understanding this part of what we do as clinicians. Uh, but tonight, tonight, Javier and I are going to be presenting to you about whether you should, <laughs> or, or even how, or mm -hmm. can I, right. Javier, can I demand or request or pursue six figures as a new grad physical therapist? Mm. All right. Yeah. So, let's so let's go back a little bit. Let's lay the groundwork. So, uh, my my last year in physical therapy school, um, I no, it was actually my second year. My second year in physical therapy school, um, I was fairly frustrated, um, and my frustration came from the fact that I felt like I had hit a wall um, with with what I felt like physical therapy could do. Um, mainly, it was it was just ill perception right now I, I love what I do as a physical therapist um, and I'm glad that I kept pursuing it uh, but but there was a moment where I was like man <laughs> well we have all these loans there's such a heavy investment in what we do mm -hmm. um, and and it kind of got to me I remember speaking to one of my classmates um, Dwayne Haskins and and at a point he was like yo let's just go to med school afterwards <laughs> um, I think he just felt like there was a cap and that cap wasn't necessarily from the fact that we had been PTs yet 
I was still in my second year of PT school at the time. Um, it was mainly because we had spoken with a lot of other clinicians, uh, shadowed other clinicians, um, just communicated with them during our uh, internships, and we just saw how frustrated they were. Uh, we had, you know, PTs that were, you know, 20 years out that were still paying off their loans, and I'm like, yo, you have a bachelor's degree, and I'm here with a doctorate level degree that's just a 10 times more expensive, how am I going to be able to survive it, right? And so, it really begs this question. This question is, well, at the time, I can honestly tell you, bro, mm -hmm. I can honestly tell you that at the time, how I was thinking was how, like, is there another way to not only add more value to the professional uh, mm -hmm. field, or it is there another way for me to make more money? Like, I, I'll, I'll be honest, that, that's a real question that I ask myself. I think that's a real question I'll confess. Themselves. Yeah. This is my second year in PT school. Mm -hmm. My third year in PT school, by that time, I had really bought in and I was really excited about finishing up the last stretch. I was about to go into my last four, obs my last four um, internships. I was very, very, like, I was stoked to be a clinician and there was ups and downs there. However, however, it's still like, I, the one thing I always heard was, well, Joseph, their student loans, even now, whenever mm -hmm. we ask, hey, does anyone have any questions about what they want us to talk about? It's always student always loans. Some, always, it's always, always debt. Loans. It's all, those are the big things. Outside of you know preparing for boards and trying to figure that out, <laughs> student loans is the first thing we think about. You know what's funny, though, is that people say that you shouldn't be worried about money in healthcare, <laughs> right? But then everyone on the other end of, of it is saying, Man, what's my greatest fear? My greatest fear is paying student loans back. It's interesting. Debt. It's interesting. Like, how, how does that make any sense? It's interesting. Yeah. Right? It is. It just clicked. I'm like, wait yeah. a second. Everyone's scared about making money in healthcare, but at the same time, they're also scared about... There, there seems to be a connection there. Exactly. <laughs> is it because we don't understand finances? Because hmm. we don't understand money and hmm. how it works? Hmm. And how we can actually... How money is just a transaction, mm -hmm. an exchange between people? Yeah. I mean, you might we, we might talk about this for about two hours tonight. Who knows? Strap <laughs> uh, yeah. down. If you're listening right now, this this live is one that you want to be in until then. Yeah. Tonight we're talking about can you demand six figures as a new grad PT? Well, let's start with this. Let's start with this. As a new grad PT, you're a newbie in the field. That's where we were a year ago. You really can't demand anything. Let's begin with that. Mm -hmm. But you still want to listen. Y'all still with us? Cool. All right. So you really can't demand six figures. You can't. Because, because where's that six figures coming from? Let's think about it. What, what, is, what, is, what is the biggest thing we want in PT? So my last year in PT school, I remember that um, after our fourth internship, one of my classmates was like landed a pretty decent contract. Uh, with with uh, with a home health agency, they were able to you know get, get I think they're the highest paid at least at that point. They had the highest contract out of our graduating class, and we were all like, "Yo, making that kind of money outside of PT school." We were excited for it. Mm -hmm. And then what I noticed was it was it was this pursuit to work jobs that pay us a lot of money, mm -hmm. but we don't see as we don't serve as many people, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So right now, Javier, like, mm -hmm. what are the highest paying areas of physical therapy? Highest paying areas, yeah. I would say home health, uh -huh. of course, travel, sniffs, travel. sniffs. So yeah, so but in those things, like, in those areas, it's right. a lot of one on one. Right. That's where the value's at. Right. And you can do anywhere from high eighties, nineties. I've even seen a few six figures with experience. But the honest truth is, coming right out of school, you can't really demand six figures. You can't. 
but you have to understand where that comes from in order to know how you can obtain that kind of income. And this is where Javier and I have really been able to grow during this past year. Because I, I honestly will apologize by saying that when I came out of PT school, um, maybe even before, there was this bit about the fact that it was a doctorate that affects a lot of us, hmm. and it plays into the ego. Let's talk about it. It's true. Let's talk about it. And I think it also, obviously, if someone is not a doctor of physical therapy, they also feel it's like, yo, who are these new cats coming into the field? Young bloods, you know, mm. with this doctor ego. I remember a PT one time was like, yo, you can't, you can't tell me what to do. I'm a doctor. <laughs> I remember like... He said it to a patient? No, I said it to, to another professional. Oh. <laughs> and so you can't, you can't, you can't come in with the ego because that ego is the only thing that entitles you to think that you can actually demand six figures out of PT school. But what's most important, which is why we're doing this live video, what's most important for you to understand is understanding where money comes from in the first place. Hmm. Doesn't it grow from trees? No, no, it doesn't. Oh, money, money doesn't grow from trees. Oh, and that's, that's what we want you to understand. If money doesn't grow from trees, then where does it come from? Hmm. Money is exchanged, y'all. Money is exchanged. So if money is exchanged from you and other individuals, that means I have to do something for someone to be able to pay me. If I'm working at an outpatient physical therapy clinic, if I'm seeing patients one-on-one, -on -one, obviously I'm paid a certain rate based on the, the percentages, maybe for PTs, typically it's about 30% mm -hmm. of you know the, the amount of rev that's brought from the patients you see. Um, if you're doing uh, you know cash-based, that's one way. Um, there are other clinics that will see a lot more patients, you know, per hour, and obviously that can get to the point where you know it seems more like a mill, and then that's where we have certain problems. But at the end of the day, money is exchanged. So the only way you can make more of an income, which is obviously why we have side hustles, mm -hmm. the only way you can make more income is if you serve more individuals. It's that easy, right? That's it. So, so as a new grad PT, I'm fresh out, still haven't mastered my skills. Like, I can't really walk up to a clinic and say, "Hey, listen, I'm a doctorate. Um, mm -hmm. I, I went to a very prestigious school. Um, I have some pretty darn good training. Uh, yo, my my second to last uh, CI was specialized with ABCD, and now I kind of have some experience in that. I can bring value to you." They don't. They'll what does probably, that mean? They'll probably <laughs> just laugh in your face. Yeah. But, but. But can you offer value to them? Are there certain skills that you can learn that would bring value to that particular clinic? Let's say it's outpatient because that's what we're, that's what we're familiar with. Right. Are there certain skills that you can learn that you can bring forward to them that will obviously increase, mm. increase what your worth is, right. what your value is? Because if you're trying to compete based on the fact that you're uh, a manual therapist or this, there are so many other clinicians so out there. New grads and experience right. that can do that job just as well. Same, yeah, exactly. So, talk to us a little about what those skills look like, man. What the what those skills look like? So basically, and I've talked about this before. There are two main skills. I like to say three. Mm. Um, number one, it's uh, learning the skill of acquisition, acquiring customers, patients, clients. Right. Number two, it's now that you have those clients, converting them. Yeah. Right now, we have to convert them into actual pay, paying patients, mm -hmm. paying customers, paying clients, and number three is retaining them. Yeah, those are really the three skills that you really need to to bring value to a, an employer. And then after you've mastered those three skills, then you can maybe talk about you know, hey, 
now that I'm bringing you this amount of this amount of revenue, these amount this amount of patients, now we can start talking about how much you can be reimbursed for that. Exactly. But until you do that, until you even learn those skills and then apply them and actually present them to your employer, you have nothing. You're you're providing value perceive value that you think is valuable that any other physical therapist, any other new grad physical therapist exactly. can do exactly. and can and can can bring to any other employer. Exactly. That and that's a fact. Whether you like it or not, yeah. it's it's the truth. It's true. So the ball is in your court. You know the three skills you have to master. Now it's on you to actually figure out how you can go about mastering them and learning these skills and actually applying them. Exactly. So that's that's how you can be of more value to the clinic that to you the work clinic. for. Correct. But still, if you're saying to yourself, like, is there a way that I can even get to the point where, and six figures, we said, because that's, that's a goal. That's, I mean, obviously, if you're, if you're, if you're even bringing in, you know, several thousand more from, other, I mean, more income, obviously, if you're putting it towards loans is always beneficial. But for you, it's understanding that there are certain skills that will set you apart, skills that you did not learn in PT school, skills that we had to learn from our mentors, even in the clinic setting that we're at, the reason why we work there mm -hmm. is because we were given the opportunity to master those skills in order to grow our clinics. But at the same time, you have to be able to serve more people. So here's an example. Um, uh, Pre-PT Grind is 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 a business that, that I co-own with uh, Casey Coleman. Um, and it started off as a project when I was in, uh, when I was actually a pre-PT. Um, it was a project where I was like, man, is there a way we can serve other pre-physical therapy students? And that carried on into when I was in PT school. Didn't know it was ever going to be global or universe. I mean, whatever. Like, we just thought we were helping students on our campus. And by the time I was finishing up my, my, my last year in PT school, uh, Casey Coleman um, pulled me aside. He said, man, have you ever considered going online? with pre-PT Grind. Have you ever considered taking this platform online and just serving as many pre-PTs as possible? And I was like, no, I haven't, I haven't. And, <laughs> and it was that seed that led to a, you know, a group of other actions. How many, how many, um, how many pre-PTs were you serving before when you had that, that success program? At Honestly, 10, yeah. 20, 30 at a time. I mean, not that many students. Okay. But now now what we decided was like, yo, if we can serve just more, and, and honestly, this was not like a, a give and ask for return because we are taught in physical therapy school that everything has to be exchange related. If I give my patient physical therapy, they're going to pay me a certain rate, right? So we're taught that everything is transactional. And unfortunately, if you ever want to put yourself in a position where you can ultimately even earn more financially, now, hey, that's not your forte, that's cool. But e like even earn more financially, and if you're asking about how to pay off loans, then don't write this off as irrelevant. Because if you're gonna ask the question, then here's the answer. Does that make sense? <laughs> and so in understanding that, it was understanding that we just had to serve more people regardless of how many of them were actually going to end up buying into any of our products. How, how many people are you serving now? How many people in your group? Oh, pff, over 3.3 thousand people. 3.3 thousand people. Yeah, so you go from 30 to about 3.3 thousand people. Ultimately, we were able to serve them for free. We were able to just give them value. So right now, ask yourself as a new grad physical therapy student, if you are asking yourself, yo, how can I make more coin? How can I make more money? Obviously, we said there are certain skills that you can learn that can make you a little more valuable in the clinic and atmosphere that you work in. But how are you serving other people? And is it only transactional? Because if it's transactional, there's a certain cap where you won't be able, like people, people see right through that. Mm -hmm. People see right through that. Right now, we're just giving y'all like information. 
we're just trying to help y'all. We're just trying yeah, to serve y'all. That's it. Now, if someone <laughs> takes offense to this conversation, that's fine. Oh, shoot. <laughs> we're going to help anyway. Right. But bottom line is, can you just serve more people? Because honest, the way the real world works, I, I know how we were taught in PT school. The way the real world works, if we were even talking about finances, usually if you really serve people well without the expectation of return, about 5% of people that you actually serve will end up paying you or doing some kind of financial transaction. Mm -hmm. Five, maybe 10 if you're super fortunate. So that means you have to serve a lot of people. If I want one person to buy something, I gotta serve like 50 to 100 people. Mm -hmm. So what are you, like ask yourself, what are you doing today to serve more people? What are you doing? <laughs> have like, yeah. talk to us through year last year because I remember last year, um, this is about uh, spring of 2017, I started seeing Javier doing, a, you know, a number of different videos, and that's actually, like, he he later found out, found this out, but mm -hmm. he was my early inspiration, um, outside of Greg Todd, he was my early inspiration to just start, like, kicking it up a gear with, with videos on Facebook, uh, live videos, um, pre-recorded videos, just because it was something that I was very terrified of doing, but I knew that if I was going to just serve people, I, can't, I, I couldn't just write posts, mm -hmm. I had to, you know, like be myself in front of the camera and just because I communicate best verbally. So it's like, shoot, that's probably the best way outside of a podcast. This is probably the best way to do it. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. And so what, what, what were you doing at that time? Even as you were preparing to graduate, you, you were still in your last year of PT school when you started that. Yes, I was. So at the time I was actually doing, so I was working, um, as a personal trainer yeah. at a gym. Uh, one of my good friends, uh, Bill over in Miami, uh, it's called Miami Fitness, it's yeah. in the Canoice Arena. So at that time, I was just learning about all these things that we're talking about today. Um, a lot of marketing, a lot of mm. uh, building your own brand, uh, just putting information out there, and essentially not to get any financial benefit from, just to serve people, to, to provide valuable content to the people who need your help, right? Mm. So at that point, I, I wasn't as consistent as I am now because I didn't have a purpose. I wasn't purpose-driven, was, and I didn't really have a plan. I was just putting putting stuff out there. What I didn't know at the time that that in itself is valuable because it, it kind of, you need that initially to get to the point where I'm at now where I feel comfortable just going live and posting things on a daily basis, providing as much valuable content as I can with with that that purpose-driven momentum where I, I, I feel yeah, like a need yeah, to come yeah, on yeah. here and, and, and provide this for you yeah, because yes. it's helped me so much that I want nothing but the best for you all to understand these concepts that we're giving you and, and really just start thinking differently because the people, if you're, if you're thinking the same as 97, 98% of the population, you're doing something very wrong. And, that, and that's with physical therapy, with finances, with every single thing in your life. And that's just the honest truth. Whether you like it or you don't, it doesn't matter because it's the truth. Hmm. Now, hmm. What, what I was able to do then as minuscule as it was in my head, was actually the foundation, the building blocks for what I'm doing now. And if it, I, if I wouldn't have done that, I wouldn't be here right yes, now. Yes, sir. Right? Yes, sir. And I, don't, I still don't understand how I inspired this guy <laughs> with my videos. I was like, yo, Javi's doing it, let's go. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, man, and things like that too. Like you don't know who you're gonna inspire to do something amazing. Exactly. And then they're gonna go ahead and serve more people just because of you. Yeah. If you wouldn't have done that that one thing, none of none of this would have happened. None of anything would have happened. And you you will never know. Mm. But the impact that you have on on someone's life and career, um, like we hope to have on you, is massive. Mm. But you will never know if you don't do it. Mm. So I know this kind of like 
turned completely from what he asked me, mm. but that's just what came out of my head, and I thought it was pretty valuable. No, that's 100% <laughs> valuable. Guys, ask yourself this question. The reason why whenever we talk about money, PTs are scared of money. Let's be honest with it. PTs are scared of money. So whenever we talk about money, we always lie to ourselves and say to ourselves, well, it's not about money. It's not about money. If we're going to complain about the fact that we got loans, it's about money. It's Come about on money. now. Now, but it's also about service. So if you're going to say that it's about service, then what are you doing to serve outside of what you do when you clock in and clock out? Hmm. Because the honest truth is the only way you get to the point where you can even think about earning six figures unless you're working a job where you're just like burning yourself to the ground. If you're um, the only way you can do that is just by serving. Now, it's not going to be transactional the way we were taught in PT school, where for every person you serve, they're going to pay you a certain rate. You don't have to serve a lot more people than are ever going to make any kind of transaction with you. Just serve people. Like, when I, how he started doing videos, he just said, like, he didn't, he didn't know why. Like, he was just like, yo, let me just start because I'm part of a community where people are just, we were part of Smart Success PT with Greg Todd. It's like, I'm part of a community that's just doing stuff. So let me just, let me just, let me just start serving. Yeah. Let me just start serving. And people noticed. People notice when you just give, y'all. Right now, I, so I'm doing a triathlon, uh, a sprint triathlon, you know, in a few weeks. My fiance signed me up for it. And right now, I'm supposed to be swimming laps outside. All right? I, I'm about to go do it right now. Don't, don't get me wrong. I'm supposed to be swimming laps outside. But Javier and I were like, yo, we need to offer value. Are y'all paying us right now? No. Absolutely not. We're just offering value. So ask yourself this. If you're going to... Oh, my goodness. This is a point that I want, I want you to catch. If you're going to ask yourself this teeter-totter question, like, oh, my goodness. Like, I'll say it again. This whole money thing, like... Why do we have to talk about money? Why can't why can't we just help people? Why can't we just what it doesn't even like think about it, it doesn't actually make sense. Because you're still gonna find yourself asking the question about loans, my debt, this, and then now what's what happens? What happens? Yo, I'm being real for tonight. Like if somebody's <laughs> offended, I apologize. But I'm being real tonight. Because the one thing I keep hearing a lot is I'm hearing so many physical therapists, new grads, five years out, 10 years out, complaining about the fact that we don't get paid enough in physical therapy. Huh. We're, 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 we're complaining about the fact that we're getting paid $50,000, $60,000, $70,000, $80,000. And yet we're telling ourselves that it's not about the money. The very thing that we're frustrated about, the very thing that we're complaining about is the money. So, of course, it's about the money. We're telling ourselves lies so that we can console ourselves to say, well, at least at least I did what I had to do. But you did it. You did it. You have to serve a lot more people than you're ever going to get paid for. That's the only way to do this thing. Isn't that what physical therapy is supposed to be anyway? Isn't that what it's supposed to be? What, what the heck does it matter if I got a clinic and I see, you know, the clinic sees 140 people a week with our whole team, but we don't actually do anything to serve our community. If the community doesn't even know we're there and all we're doing is mooching up to, you know, those five physicians down the street, but we ain't doing nothing to serve, what the hell does it matter? Right? So if you guys want to kill it in this game, and we're not saying this because we're like some multi-millionaires, we're saying this because this is the information that we have obtained that has completely changed how we view the game. And because we've learned it, it's only right that you also learn. And this Everything information learn, might be just... coming from multimillionaires. It, it actually is. It actually but, is but, but, multimillionaires. So. But, 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 but the honest truth is, as we are learning it, and as we are implementing it, because we implement it in real time, as we're implementing it, we're just like, can we just give it to them? 
take it as you wish. I don't care. Like, like take take it as you wish. But that's how this game works. I'll end with this story. This past weekend, we were able to go um, paddleboarding. Um, there's a group of us on paddleboarding, um, and, and and one of one of us mm -hmm. was was interested in buying a paddleboard. And so we all just went. Like, keep in mind, the rest of us just went to have a good time. That's it. That's what, that's that's what I went for. Shoot, dolphins. We went to see some dolphins. Pick up future home. I'm not gonna lie. I, I had never paddleboarded before, like ever in my life. So I was like, all right, shoot, let's do this thing. If I fall, yeah, you were killing it. So I'm like, yo, hey. But anyway, <laughs> but, but but honestly, like, <laughs> oh my gosh. But and I'm wrapping up. But honestly, the, the, the biggest thing was that what we noticed afterwards, and, and, and what one of our friends pointed this out, was that those individuals took care of all of us as if we were customers. They knew, they already knew, that the rest of us were not there looking to purchase. Hmm. But they said, let's serve these people regardless of whether they pay or not. They taught us step by step how to, like, shoot, I've never been on one. They taught us, like, where I'm supposed to stand, where the balance point is. They they taught us how to speed up. You gotta gotta be like it a was, paddle, like 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 the way you I position no yourself. Idea. I, had, to it. I no, had no, no idea. idea. No idea. Yeah. And by the end of it, I was moving like a speed demon. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But but the honest truth is, they just served us. They just took care of us. And when we look back on with it, no like, expectations. Yeah, with no expectations. No expectations. Zero. Isn't that, isn't that how it's supposed to be? Yeah. Isn't that how it's supposed to be? So if you're gonna ask yourself, if you're on two sides of the coin, if the one side is Money doesn't matter, whatever, rewatch this because clearly you missed something. But if you're on the other side where you're like, I want to earn more, but I don't know how much I can ask for. I don't know like what I should add. Like, like God, just ask the fact that question. you got a doctorate don't mean nothing. Right. Ask you, a better question is how can I provide more value? Boom. That's it. That. How can I provide more value? How can I serve more people? How can I help my employer serve more people? Find out what they want. Help them get what they want. And then everything in life you want, you will get as well. And that's that. It's that easy, guys. It's that easy. This is not. This is not like some made up stuff. I can, <laughs> I can honestly tell you that within the last year, understanding this has even earned me quite a bit more than I would have earned as just a physical therapist. Just by learning how to serve people, so serve, give without expectation of return. Like and, I, and, I, and I, as I said, we're not claiming to be some like twenty years out gurus. We just want to help y'all. We're just one year out gurus. We're just one year out. But these are <laughs> things that we never learned in PT school. These are elements that I I saw frustrate a lot of my professors because they never figured it out. Hmm. And and even as myself and Casey were were pursuing certain things, even they were. You know, not really agreeing with what we were trying to do. All we want to do is serve. We were like, yo, shoot. For us, we were like, yo, let's just serve pre-PTs. Ain't nobody take care of them like that. Let's just take them and we're well. Let's give them a lot of value. Yep. So if you can do that and respect time and understand how to serve people, how, understand how to serve more people. And even online, it's so much easier to do it if you just respect the time game and understand that it's not all about transactional time time in exchange you, you have to have so you, much patience you come in for 45 minutes you, you know i serve you you pay me this it, it's not how it and works bye nope it's not how it works. not how it works it's how we were taught and that way is completely wrong now is that part of what we do of course but serve a lot more people and what how you were saying before about value and bringing people into the clinic and all that stuff it was funny when you start doing these things that we're talking about tonight none of that stuff you didn't it's not even a problem anymore. Mm. 
It all works out, guys. It all works Just out. Just learn how to surf. Give without expectation of return. Learn the right skills. And be patient. Y'all have a good night. We'll see y'all soon. Bye. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the New Grad Physical Therapist Success Blueprint. If you have any questions or would like to speak to us directly about your New Grad PT experience, please do not hesitate to contact us at contactngptmentors.com. That is contactngptmentors.com. As always, we welcome you to join our free New Grad PT Mentorship group on Facebook. And we'd also like to invite you to follow us on Instagram at the New Grad PT Mentors. If you can think of at least one person who can benefit from listening to this episode today, please be sure to share it with them. We look forward to seeing you and them on the next episode of the New Grad Physical Therapist Success Blueprint. Thank you. Have an amazing day.